Hey, Roger here. I'm off today, but I didn't want to leave you hanging. So here's a replay of our recent episode breaking down one of the hottest topics around NFTs. I'll be back with new episodes next week. Enjoy. NFTs are digital assets like video clips or online art that are worth insane amounts of money. But what the heck are they and why are they worth so much? I'm Roger Chang and this is your Daily Charge. With us to shed light on this mysterious world is our crack Google reporter, Rich Nieva. Welcome, Rich. Hey, thanks for having me. So let's just get right into it. What the heck are NFTs? That is a good question, and it's a, it's a complicated answer, but uh, NFT stands for Non-Fungible Token. Um, and they are basically, uh, they work like a barcode, uh, and, and they're meant to authenticate pieces of, of digital art. Uh, like a file or a, or a, or a video or a, or a movie. Um, and what it does is basically it, it designates one version as the authentic version and everything else is just a copy. Right. Can you give me some examples of some, I guess, high profile NFTs of some of the wilder ones that have gone for lots of money? Sure. So right now there's, uh, this auction that, uh, the British auction house Christie's is doing, uh, and it ends today. Um, and the the bidding last time I looked was at thirteen million, and it's it's for a piece of art by by an artist named Beeple. Um, so that's kind of one uh, at the crazy extreme end of it. Um, there was there's one clip of LeBron James uh, blocking a shot that went for like a hundred thousand um, dollars. Jack Dorsey, the CEO of Twitter, uh, is auctioning off the first tweet ever. Um, and I think that one is at at more than two million right now. Oh my god! So let, let's let me kind of break it down because I think this is where I'm having difficulty wrapping my head around. Uh, you know, you mentioned the LeBron James digital clip, which can easily be shared. The the tweet by Elon Musk that can be screenshotted or can be shared. The the uh, the Christie's auction that that piece of art. It's not physical. It's a digital piece of art, which again can be copied and shared. Why would someone pay this much money for i guess what is what is technically the authentic version of this digital asset but ultimately it's still a digital asset that you can copy and share right right so that's that's where it gets really really complicated because you know the the people the 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 people artwork you know that's we we that's in our story like the, the picture is in our story right and i didn't pay 13 million dollars for that um but it you know it basically it basically comes down to to perception and and that's really why this is kind of a fascinating topic because at the heart of it it, it it's we're talking about ownership online and what that means um and and so you know i was talking to one one berkeley professor for the uh for the story that i did and his his take was you know it's it's about bragging rights but it's also about more than that you know like they, like you you've got these these pieces of art that are are prolific online, right? Everybody's seen them like, like a meme. Uh, and if one person owns that, you can take credit for, for owning this, this one piece of art that people love. But also, you know, it, it, it could also be kind of something deeper than that. Um, I liken it to a, a painting, right? If you, it, it makes sense that you would want to buy like, uh, an original Basquiat versus, uh, a print of it. Um, and, and the reason might be because you, you might feel closer to the artist if you were to own the quote unquote authentic version. 
uh, the same might go for uh, for an NFT. So NFT, the way it works, as I understand it, there is an encryption method that verifies that this is the one and authentic uh, bit of asset that is, whether it's a clip, movie, video clip, or digital piece of art. How does how does that work, and how does blockchain play into this? Sure. So all of this is backed by uh, by the blockchain, which is most commonly associated with cryptocurrency like like Bitcoin. Um, but basically, uh, the way these files are authenticated is um, they they are minted on the blockchain, and so like these 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 kinds of digital barcodes come from uh, from those uh, decentralized ledgers. Um, and that's how basically you're able to to designate something as as the original. Um, there are there are lots of complications that come with this um, because anytime you do anything with the blockchain, uh, there there's what's called gas fees that you got to pay, which basically is like uh, the fee that you're paying for the the computing power um, to to do something like this to to generate uh, a token. Um, and that is kind of what some artists are, are running up against as, as one of the difficulties of this. Right, because it takes a lot of processing power to, to come up with this. And critics have noted that that processing power is not exactly the most environmentally friendly thing. You've got a story about this where you talk to an artist who's selling his uh, collector cards, which were initially going to be physical. He sold them as digital NFTs. So what did you learn from him? So he was very valuable in, in kind of showing me what the practical benefits of this are, right? For for an artist, and if you're going to sell like a physical good, you're he was going to go to a, a printer in China, and then he would have had to package these, and then um, market them, uh, and then ship them off for uh, like five or six bucks for a package of ten. Um, instead, he could bypass all of that that overhead and put them online, uh, not have to worry about printing anything um, and be able to kind of go direct to customer and sell it that way. Um, so there, there's lots of practical benefits in, in doing this. The, you know, one thing that I mentioned is, is the, the high gas fees, um, but it's, it's just kind of a new way of distributing your art. Yeah. And beyond that, like you sort of mentioned this earlier, but in this, this idea or this, whole technique or concept uh, does give, I guess, artists more rights and I guess more of a more ownership of their of their work, right? This is this is something that solves the problem of the internet basically making everything free, right? Right. Because if you think about the way that the internet has has grown to be the place that we know it today, um, it's just been kind of conditioned for us to expect content to be free, right? We we read news articles, uh, we we watch YouTube videos and, and TikTok videos. And for the most part, we think of them as free. You know, there, there are like advertising revenue mechanisms uh, behind them in some cases. But if you're a regular person, you're going to these apps and, and you're, you're not paying, right? You're just, you're watching them. Um, this is another avenue for, for somebody to be able to support a creator. Um, and it's, it's just another way that a creator can be compensated in, in an online world. You mentioned those gas fees. Are there any other downsides of NFTs or anything that folks should be wor worried about? The big thing when I talked to artists were, were the gas fees. And as you mentioned, the, the, the carbon footprint of this all, um, that's another thing that, that a lot of folks are talking about, especially um, 
because it's 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 anytime you do anything with the blockchain, right? So you're 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 you're, you're spending a lot in in computing power. Um, and if you kind of extrapolate further from this, if if you take this further than art, you know, um, and other look at other applications of NFTs, that is just even more computing power that you're going to be expending. So um, people are kind of worried about how much that could that could cost. Yeah, and we talked about this before the recording. You know, it makes sense why the art world or the collectors world would be into this because there's a lot of disposable income. People are willing to throw out a lot of money for, you know, what they think is this one of a kind piece of art. What other areas are embracing NFTs or are there other areas embracing NFTs? So I talked to one investor who thinks that the next frontier could be games. Um, and, you know, and it's kind of the same kind of digital clientele, right? Somebody who's really focused on rare or rare things. So you can, you can, you could see something where like, a video game offers like a, a rare early skin of the game or like uh, a, a rare piece of armor or a gun or, or a weapon for a, for a character. Um, and, in the, and in this analogy, it would be like this one person gets this one gun with an like authenticated seal of, of authenticity. Is that, is that how it works? Right. And that person could, could share it, you know, could, could not, could, could show it off in, in the game and in the real world, I guess. Interesting. Uh, what do you think? I mean, from the folks you've talked to, is this just a temporary fad or does this represent a big change in how digital goods might be sold and traded down the line? Well, I mean, to be clear, we we're in a hype cycle that that's very clear. Um, because you know, 13 million for, for, a, for a file. Um, and so it, it's, it'll be interesting once, once that hype dies down, what's left. Um, but it is an interesting application of, of the blockchain and it does kind of raise interesting questions about ownership and, um, you know, what, what it means to, to kind of trade off online. Um, and I talked to one, one person who thinks that NFTs could be just eventually basically a, a replacement for contracts in general, digital contracts. So there are, there are people are thinking about, people are thinking about how this can be applied uh applied more broadly um and it's it, if, if nothing else it's it's fascinating to think about where it can go no, absolutely nfts are an insane concept to really get your head wrapped around but they're not going anywhere anytime soon rich thank you for your time you can check out a story on cnet.com if you have any questions hit us up on twitter at the daily charge or sign up for direct text messages from me by heading to cnet.co slash daily charge and if you like what you heard please subscribe and rate the podcast it really helps us out for the daily charge i'm roger chang Thanks for listening.